And we're recording, just as my cat decides to take a shit. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what that was? Yeah, could you hear him? He's kicking the cat litter all over the place. (laughs) Little bastard. That sounds familiar. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and I can hear the bell. Is he rubbing his ass along the carpet now? I don't know. He's actually in another room right now. Wow. Yeah. It's It's a high quality bell. Okay. I was going to say mic, but I guess the bell's pretty good, too. <laughs> it is a high-quality mic. Nothing but the best okay. for me. There you go. So. So. Um, we are doing episode 11 today. Okay. And um, episode 11 of Emergency Pants. And I wanted to... I just checked this before we started recording, but... Um, on average, over the last seven days, we've had 17 listeners. Really? That means 17 new people every day. Um, ah. It's the way FeedBurner tracks the stats. Is, uh, each day, it'll see how many people uh, use our RSS feed. And really? then it, yeah, it keeps historical data on that. Um, it's like today we had 17 people. Uh, our highest was uh, two Tuesdays ago. We had 23 um, people subscribe. Really? Yeah. Huh. And then Wednesday, last Wednesday after uh, we posted those two episodes, um, we managed to get 20 people. So it looks like uh, on average we've got 17 um, people a day hitting this. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So 17 different ones each day or the same 17 people every day? I don't think there's um, a way of telling. It'll tell us uh, what user agent they're coming in as. Um, So like you'll see like iTunes for Windows or iTunes for Mac. You see the uh, Google Feed Fetcher, the Opera RSS Reader, which I think is me for my BlackBerry. But uh, you can tell what they're using to access it, but you can't tell... Um, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I forgot to tell you, I do have uh, 15 different systems that I use. Um, <laughs> so all of these other ones are you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's there's the iPhone, there's my laptop, there's Jim's computer, there's my work computer. <laughs> um, there. <laughs> How come you're using Jim's computer I'm, to listen I'm, to the podcast that we record? I am kidding, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to come up with all these different ones. Like maybe there, you know, there's an inter- internet cafe nearby. I just go there and randomly download it. <laughs> I just want you to feel good. Well, that's awesome. It it really made me feel good. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Jim actually listens. I think he listens to the first one, and then he's like, "Yeah." Um. Too many crap jokes for me. I'm gonna go back to Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about um about our next podcast uh this morning in the bathroom ironically. <laughs> and I was going to try to suggest that we uh make an effort to not talk about poop this time because I think we did that in every episode of the podcast so far and I don't want to have to rename it like pooplosion. <laughs> or um, something like that. But then you told me 
that <laughs> you had something you wanted to discuss tonight. And you know, you know, I think we both have this fascination with the bathroom. So I can't pass up a good bathroom story. Well, yeah. So I think I, next episode, uh, we'll try not to talk about poop at all. Okay. I can handle that. Okay. okay. And I'm not really talking about poop. Oh, okay. So, it's yeah. just It's just bathroom related. Well, and it's just... We'll have to well, tell uh, Tony when he gets on. Because he will bring this down into the gutter <laughs> faster than I have ever seen. I have a feeling if we were just to start the conversation with, you know, okay, we've decided tonight no poop, he'd be like, you know what? Bye. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys Click. later. <laughs> Click. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But, um, but yeah, no, um, I can't even remember if I talked about this before because it's something that I feel really, really strongly about. Mm-hmm. But, um, oh, and that's Tony right now. Um, but I have... Um, I've had this come up a few times at work and um, it really disturbs me is when someone will take a call (gasps) in the stall. Oh my God. Thank you. (laughs) I've never seen anybody do that. You're kidding me. No. Okay. How come the ladies room is where this is happening then? I don't know because I have the, I have the toilet whisperer. Who, <laughs> who if like anybody would take whisperer? a yeah if anybody would take a call it would be that dude because he's already talking in the stall <laughs> okay we have to revisit him okay we'll do that after you finish your story <laughs> well it's not really much of a story it's just a, it's just a, a version and i wanted to make sure you know it wasn't just me but okay don't i don't talk to anyone on the phone when i'm doing business i will cross my legs until yeah done talking. yeah i'll be like i will call you back i gotta drop a deuce <laughs> exactly and it's very difficult sometimes like especially with my mom because my mom's one of those like okay i'm ending the the conversation now oh my oh, god yes <laughs> okay now i'm gonna end the conversation or even you say you know what i have to go i have to pee or else my bladder will explode was like, oh, okay, I'll talk to you later. Oh, you know what your nephew did the other day? <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, great, great, it exploded, thank you. <laughs> My grandma is really bad about that. We'll talk, and then she'll go, um, she's got the same phrase that she uses all the time. It'll be like, well, anyhow, I'm going to let you go. <laughs> and then it gets back into something, you know, just like you said your mom does. And, and she'll go into talking about some member of the family I don't know about. And then, well, anyhow, and then you're like, okay, she's going to, oh, no, here she goes again, down another tangent. <laughs> well, anyhow, I counted one time, like, uh, 11 of those before oh she gosh. actually hung up the phone. My mom's is a drawn-out, anyway... <laughs> And we've somehow, you know, trained ourselves not to see that as what it is. I mean, we expect it to be the end, but we know that it's not. But, you know, I don't know. But this, okay, so so somebody took a call and it was, um, you know, they're, they're like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. And they're laughing. Oh, like, Jesus. So it's a social call. It's not even work. I know. They're laughing, like, hysterically. Like, they just heard the funniest joke ever. Were and little then... farts coming out when they were laughing? Because that is hilarious. 
That would be so good, but no. <laughs> and then she's, you know, pulling the toilet paper <laughs> and obviously using it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I'm oh, in the toilet. Oh, my God. <laughs> How can you touch your own asshole while you're talking to somebody on the phone? I know. Because there's like a part of you that it like assumes that the other person knows what you're doing, you know? Uh-huh. And that would conflict directly, I think, with touching those parts of your body. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I just had to share that because I was horrified <laughs> and amused at the same time. That is funny. <laughs> so tell us about your toilet whisperer. <laughs> okay. This is And that's his name, by the way, from now on. Oh, yeah. It is Toilet Whisperer with capital letters. Yeah. And I think of him like the ghost whisperer and he has a television show and <laughs> theme music and everything. <laughs> <laughs> it could be like the dog whisperer. You hear him in there, and all of a sudden he goes. <laughs> okay, uh, this this is for the benefit of our listeners. Um, where I work, and I'm not going to say where I work, but uh, we have we have a lot of bathroom problems. Uh, I'll tell the story of drop drawers too after this, but um, you, it's kind of a, a risk to go into the bathroom, at least it was in the old building, um, because you never really knew what you were going to find in there. Mm-hmm. And they had, like, two bathrooms on this floor for maybe, you know, 200 people or so. And it's it's kind of like the bathrooms in, like, a dorm. You know, they're just kind of... They're cinder block, you know. They're not real fancy, and they're old, because the building is old. So, um, I go in there, um, one day and I sit down in the stall cause I got to do number two Z and, um, that's a problem anyway for me in public restrooms, but go ahead. I got over that actually. <laughs> the anti-anxiety medicine helped a lot. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so now I don't care. I'll just go in there and, and let loose. <laughs> now you actually do it like outside the stall. <laughs> <laughs> hey, check this out. Look at this one. <laughs> All right, so I, I go in the stall, and I can't remember if there's someone else in the third stall. Because uh, I'm in the first stall. I think somebody was in there when I got in there. Mm-hmm. So they knew that I came in and sat down. You know, you can hear these things. And it's dead quiet in there. Mm-hmm. And I hear what sounds to be like whispering. And I try to be, you know, I try to, to cock my head so I can get the best angle uh, to find out what this person is saying. And I think, you know, at first they're doing the telephone thing. I think they're talking on the phone. And so when you're, how, how quiet is this though? It's quiet because okay. at this point there's only two of us in the bathroom. And, and you're not even sure at first, maybe if somebody's actually talking, or is it more? It, it's louder than that. Yeah, you're no, you're. It's kind of like when you hear somebody else's iPod through their headphones while they're wearing it. Oh, okay. You know, so it's just real faint. Um, it and it, you know, it turned out to be whispering, but it turned out, or it, it was a real faint noise, and it took me a while to figure out, you know, if it was even not my imagination. Mm-hmm. So I I start to be able to pick out some words 
but I, I'm not picking out full sentences, but I can pick out, I think it was something about a bridge and I don't, just some stuff that didn't make sense. <laughs> it had no context with work or anything else that I knew, you know? Mm-hmm. And it starts to sound kind of like a Unabomber type thing, like he's over there reciting his manifesto. And I'm, no, no, I'm dead serious. I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, I wonder if I should call security on this guy, because, you know, I could have sworn I heard something like, somebody's going to pay or something like that. Oh my God. So I'm, I'm really seriously weighing this in my head. You know, I'm like, well, should I call security? I don't even know who this guy is. Just tell him I was in the bathroom and pooped next to some freak that might be making a threat against somebody. I don't know. <laughs> and I, oh, no. <laughs> and this goes on for several minutes, you know, and he's, you can tell he's making an effort, I guess, to be quiet, but he's not making an effort to not talk, you know, which was really getting to me. I couldn't figure out why. So. Oh, no. Um, as he gets up, um, you know, he finishes up, does his thing, and he walks over to the, um, walks over by the sink. He doesn't wash his hands. Um, and he goes you know, to the sink, but doesn't wash his no, hands. No, he walks by the sink because the door is over there. Oh, okay. It's, he walks in front of the sink. And you know how you can sometimes see a little sliver of light through the door? Mm-hmm. Uh, I happened to recognize the shirt he was wearing, so I knew at that point who it was. So that's just creepy. Yeah, <laughs> and I go over and I talk to the guys that uh, work with this guy, and I'm like, "Dude, I was just in the bathroom with so and so, and he was in there whispering, and I do not know what it was about." <laughs> and they're like, "Well." Sometimes he does that when he reads. I'm like, I don't think he was reading anything. So I didn't hear any paper wrestling or, you know, anything like that. And wow. Yeah, it turns out that I was in there one other time um, and heard him doing it again. But I don't know. Did, now, was there any evidence of anything else happening in there? Or, or was he, you, you mean know... like poltergeist activity no- or... <laughs> No, I mean, um, any noises representing what he was supposed to be there for? No. No, I don't think so. I think he'd finish by... Yeah? I think he'd finish that because I've been in there with him when he's doing his business and it is loud. (laughs) Well, what if he wasn't doing anything at all and he just goes in there every once in a while and he's had too much? He's just, you know, angry and needs to vent and he just goes in there and bitches about his coworkers really, really quietly for about five minutes. I would be more scared of that than him, like, talking to an imaginary friend. (laughs) That would freak me out. (laughs) He <laughs> just goes in there. Oh yeah, you think you know? <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> well, he um he's an older gentleman. Uh. And um he's been known to doze off, you know, at his desk. <gasps> oh. He's talking in his sleep. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, and this dude, I don't know how he does it, but 
in on the front of the seat of his desk chair because we have those mm-hmm. nice like Aeron chairs, the Herman Miller Aeron chairs. They're like three thousand dollars a piece or some shit. Holy cow! Uh, yeah, they're really nice. I th- I don't think they're that much, but um, yeah, they're real comfortable chairs. Um, there's a V-shaped stain between his legs. Like where, oh dear, you know where you could see the chair between his legs. He he yeah. apparently drops food and other crap on there, and it's 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 like encrusted <laughs> into the chair. Oh no! Ew. And I thought about taking a picture of it and sending it to you, just because you know I figured you wouldn't believe me or you wouldn't believe it was that bad. But I can't bear to look at it because it grosses me out. It's like this Ew. white, you know, foody stain. It's just, oh. it's disgusting. It really freaks me out. Like, um, like when maybe, you know, some yogurt got on there and, you know, I didn't really wipe it up good enough or something like that. Yeah. And then it kind of, co- you know, it kind of comes off in flakes instead. Yeah. It's a, a week of eating yogurt and cottage cheese and <laughs> it's all congealed on the front of the chair. Oh, yuck. Because <laughs> that does not come off. Yeah. I'm just saying. Oh my goodness, that's bad. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's whispering about that. <laughs> Why can't I keep food off the chair? <laughs> another one <laughs> fell. Another one. <laughs> food is supposed to go in your mouth. <laughs> I'm gonna go in there with some 409 and some rubber gloves and just scrub the fuck out of that chair. In the middle of the night. <laughs> It'll be a mission of mercy. <laughs> and then you'll know if that's what caused it. Yeah. <sighs> what was that? <laughs> I just took a drink. <laughs> it was satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't get the full. I just took a drink out of that. <laughs> No, that's... <laughs> <laughs> or nothing at all. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, I picked the wrong day to uh, do my ears because um, the headphones are really killing me right now. I was thinking about that. <laughs> I did not think about it because I was anxious to to go do that i've been wanting to do it for a few days and yeah. i didn't think they were ready to be stretched yet mm-hmm. but i figured i'd go by and i'd talk to the dude and i'd be like what do you think because mm-hmm. we had talked about podcasting tonight before i had decided to go do this and i didn't put two and two together but i i did for you but i figured you know i i have um you know, I'm a little overly concerned about that kind of thing, so I figured I was probably just being a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, like, I've got my headphones sitting, like, right on the very front of my ears. <laughs> oh, they're very tender. It's painful. <laughs> they are, and this, I'm supposed to wash them out with lemon juice every few minutes, and it is just not doing the trick. Lemon juice? I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you then pour salt in them? <laughs> 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 
And if the pain gets to be too much, you actually, you know, throw a bunch of thumbtacks on the floor and just roll around at them <laughs> just to distract yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and you probably wouldn't have a problem with that because apparently you enjoy having things driven into your skin. Well, you know, it's not, it's not the pain thing because I don't get off on pain. I, mm-hmm. I don't, I know people do. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how. And I am not one of those people. But um, I did want my ears pierced. And when he originally did it, um, he used a 14-gauge hypodermic needle, which is, I think, the the largest that they'll stick you with in, like, the doctor's office is an 18. And uh, usually they'll give you, like, a 20-gauge, I think, to draw blood or whatever. So 14-gauge is a pretty large... Um, needle medically but it's pretty small body piercing wise but because of its shape you know how it's it's um, it's hollow and it's like sliced at an angle so the point mm-hmm. goes in it's the way it makes the wound it's actually better for piercing with when he did them I didn't feel it I mean it it was just a, a real smooth you know it made kind of like a a gristly, you know, cutting noise, which kind of grossed me out a little bit. But as far as the pain, there wasn't really any. They were a little tender, you know, for mm-hmm. a week after or whatever. But right. uh, today I'm in there talking to him and he's he's showing me the 10 gauge stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that that looks like what I want. And he says, well, we can do it because, you know, you're healed up enough. So I'm like, okay. He takes my 14 gauge ones out. And then he gets a, what they call a taper, and it's it's this it's basically a tapered you know little s- surgical steel bar. And he, <laughs> I'm like, he's unwrapping this, and I'm like, uh, what's that? Because I figured he he would just sh- shove the the ten gauge ring in, and he's yeah. like, oh, it's a taper. I need to to put that through to to guide the ring through. I'm like, okay. So he puts it in there, and then he shoves it and twists it. And that's when it hurt. Oh. I'm like, ow. You know, I, I kind of squinch up a little bit. And I don't mm-hmm. want to puss out because these dudes are all covered in tattoos. And, you know, they got the flesh tunnels in their ears and, and all this, you know, hardcore shit. So You don't want to, like, you know, uh, do a, like a girly scream in front of Schmitty. <laughs> right. I, <laughs> I don't want to go, ow, can you be a little more gentle, please? You know? <laughs> <laughs> so he does that, and I wince, and I want to say, so "Hey, rough. back off!" But I'm, I'm, I catch myself, you know, I'm like, "Oh right. yeah, that's cool, no big deal." Was that it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he puts it through, and then he spins me around because it's in like this dentist barber chair thing, mm-hmm. and he spins me around to do the other ear, and I, I'm trying not to brace for it, you know, because I know it's, I know it's coming. And mm-hmm. he does the other one, and I can't stop myself from squinching up again, you know. So, and I mouth the word "ow," but I don't think he saw it because I tried to cover it up. <laughs> I tried to pretend I was yawning. <laughs> you caught yourself in the middle of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ouch! That is hot. <laughs> and then <laughs> I'm walking back to my car, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could feel the the pain start to radiate across the back of my skull, and I'm like, oh man, that's not cool. Oh. But it's fine now, except when I touch him, or when I have things touching him. I will 
buy you dinner and actually eat sushi Ooh. if the next time you go to have something like this done mm-hmm. you bring some sort of stuffed animal to hold while he does it <laughs> 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 oh, and it and it and I'll choose it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair. I have quite a collection. <laughs> <laughs> I've got uh, I've got like a bear that I can take. <laughs> what is it like a Harley Davidson bear or something? No, it's a little Hard Rock <laughs> Cafe bear. Oh, there you go. Because that's current. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, no, I was thinking more along the lines of, you know, something from an anime, maybe. You know my feelings towards that. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but you, you could hang on to, like, a tentacle rape monster. <laughs> That'd be kind of badass, wouldn't it? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. I'm trying. Anyway, no, it's on it was, the tape. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was, yeah. it's a good shop though, and they are pretty good at what they do. So, yeah, yeah. I doubt okay. I'll go any bigger though, because these are huge. It's like it's like this huge ring of metal rammed through my ears. Isn't that what your rings are? <laughs> it's uh, it's huge. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's badass though. I mean, it just mm-hmm. makes me all the more tougher. <laughs> I can't even say that yourself. with a straight face. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I am so totally badass. <laughs> a spider! <laughs> <laughs> Ow, that stung. Do you have any hydrogen peroxide? <laughs> Do you have any Bactine? <laughs> 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 you know, whenever anybody mentions Bactine, it just makes me think of Bloom County. No, really. <laughs> Anytime anybody ever got injured in Bloom County, the last frame was always someone completely like burned up or cut up or, you know, beaten up in some way. And mm. they're always saying, Bactine, please. <laughs> <laughs> I that remember that shit from when I was a kid. It was... Oh. Oh, it burned like the Dickens. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you, um, I think this was like a Depression era thing, but did your grandparents ever try to put mercuri- mercurichrome on your, um, like on your cuts and stuff? Oh, no. What is that? It's like this old person's, um, <laughs> antibiotic or something like that. It's, um, it looks like the surgical iodine that they put on you before they cut you open. Oh no! But um, apparently, it's made with um, like gasoline and bees because <laughs> it's supposed to disinfect the wound. But the instant that it touches it, you're like in the worst agony that you've ever felt. Oh, oh god! And, and you know, as a kid, you get banged up a lot, and. Um, mm-hmm. You know, my my grandmother on my mom's side was older than my grandmother on my dad's side. So I think, you know, it was that generation gap because my grandma on my dad's side never tried to do that. She was the back teen grandma. Mm. Um, 
but mom's mom would always try to put mercurochrome on it and um i i refused i would not put up with it oh i don't blame you that sounds horrible oh you know what else i wanted to talk to you about remember Mm. aqua velva yeah the aftershave (laughs) i think so I'm surprised. I think someone in my family wore it. Yeah. My grandpa used to wear it. It was yeah. like his trademark smell. Uh-huh. And he always kept it in his desk drawer next to his first aid kit, which I thought was kind of <laughs> weird, you know, but <laughs> I would go in there, you know, as a kid, I'm like five or six, I'd go in there and I'd splash some on and I'd put entirely way too much on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, back then you don't know that there's other things for aftershave, you know. Because mm-hmm. Aqua Velva, it's it's kind of on the commercials they show young guys using it, but I don't think anybody under sixty um, uses it. No. But um, Grandpa's first aid kit, I think, survived World War II. <laughs> it was like this plastic, you know, Johnson and Johnson first aid kit, and it was all beat up and shit. But uh-huh. it had this huge burn mark in it, like. Um, almost like a gouge but it was a burn mark it burned clean through the the lid of the first aid kit oh wow and i didn't realize until much later uh, that she was making a joke but uh, my grandma told me that that burn mark was from my grandfather spilling the aqua velva onto the first aid kit (laughs) 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 so from that point on i i thought that aqua velva had these mystical qualities that could refresh your skin after a shave yet burn through plastics <laughs> so you didn't become afraid of it you just thought it was that much i thought cooler. it was cooler yeah it oh, smells okay. horrible but you know to yeah. a kid you're you're hot shit wearing aftershave <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah a lot of the um a lot of the kids today though will put on way too much of those sprays oh jesus i know it oh Oh, I was uh, I was uh, in Trader Joe's the other day, and I nearly, seriously, it was like I was hit by a wall. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, what the hell was that? Dude, that I'm just like, happened to me today. Mm-hmm. Ugh. And, you know, you're looking around to figure out who it is <laughs> because you're just so angry, you just want to punch them. Yeah. <laughs> like, who did that? How dare you? <laughs> How dare you sully these apples, sir? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so jealous that you have a Trader Joe's. Oh, it's so good. I hear good things about it, but they don't have any here. Oh, they should. I I mean, hopefully they'll, they'll do one soon because, man, everything in there is delicious. Even if you hate it, you're <laughs> going to love it if it's from Trader Joe's. <laughs> they could find a way to market used diapers. <laughs> <laughs> and people would be falling over themselves. Well, anymore, all they have to do is say it's good for the environment and people will buy it up. Oh, that's true. That's true. You sh- Oh, I should save uh, one of the Trader Joe's flyers and bring it um, the next time I come to visit. Because they have a flyer that's actually like a pamphlet. It's... It's like a newsletter. Huh. Um, it's about 
15, 16 pages long. Mm-hmm. And um, it's got drawings, like old-fashioned, like Victorian drawings. Oh, my with God. Cartoons, yeah, with people talking about the Trader Joe's products. And each individual item has at least um, four paragraphs written about it. So, <laughs> you know, they could be talking about... Um, uh, raw unsalted almonds, mm-hmm. but there's four paragraphs about how incredible these raw unsalted oh, almonds are. So it's like the Jay Peterman catalog, but for food. It is. It is. And it's so good because by the time you're done reading it, you're like, I need all of that. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. It is all so good. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that they have like they do their own trail mixes and stuff, mm-hmm. and they're really, really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I should just buy you a care package. Yes, you should. We could do a Trader Joe's episode. No, awesome. Mm-hmm. I'd be down with that. Mm-hmm. So, yes, the how much do we love people love Trader Joe's, too. <laughs> it's like a common theme, and they'll end up talking about a product from there, and mm. then they'll... Um, you know, they'll say, oh, but we shouldn't talk about this because then the people who don't have the Trader Joe's, you know, aren't, mm-hmm. aren't happy. And then I remember one episode, it was like, um, yeah, uh, we're going to talk about a Trader Joe's product. And, you know, for those people who don't have Trader Joe's, sorry, but, you know. <laughs> Suck it, bitches. <laughs> Maybe Eat we it. can get a sp- <laughs> Maybe we can get a sponsorship deal with them. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah. We could write like a long flowery article about ourselves that they could include in the flyer. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do our own Victorian drawings. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it could be to pull my finger. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be wearing one of those straw hats with the the arm garters on my shirt and and a cane, <laughs> <laughs> selling snake oil. <laughs> There's trouble in River City. <laughs> Only if you get the twirly mustache. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that's awesome. I love old timey jokes. Me too. It's my favorite. <laughs> Remember the old timey um, uh, river dance? <laughs> no. Thing I found online. No. <laughs> I have to try and find that again and send it to you. <laughs> okay, that was an aside. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm trying to think of other topics we can talk about. I'm out on the Wikipedia page for Mercurochrome. <laughs> and it says, it is no longer sold in the USA because of its mercury content. Oh my God. Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go sue my grandparents. I will be right back. <laughs> Dude, you were totally poisoned by your grandma. I know. Wow. That's pretty cool. <laughs> no, really. I'm scared. <laughs> Actually. Um, I think any anything you would have noticed would have happened by now. <laughs> you think so? What if all yeah. my problems are the result of that? Um, Not much you can do about it now, right? That's what money's for. Money will solve my problem. <laughs> I probably get way more mercury from my sushi habit than I ever got from Mercurochrome. 
Let's talk about that sushi habit. Yeah? Yeah. Is it bugging you? How did that... No, how did that start? Well, I've always wanted uh, to try it, but I've always been scared. Mm-hmm. And then my friend Leah, um, I, I guess she had tried it once or twice because um, two of her friends love it and they took her to it. Mm-hmm. And she'd mentioned it to me one time and I said, oh, I wouldn't mind trying that because the trick is going with somebody who knows what they're doing. Okay. So um, she took me to it for lunch one day and it was the best thing that ever happened to my mouth. (laughs) So since then, I just keep going back and going back. (laughs) That's the best thing ever? Yeah. It's really... I wish I would have done it years ago. It's just... Mm -hmm. It's so delicious. It's... I don't know why I was freaked out by it before, but yeah it's well do you do like the raw fish and everything too yeah it's easily one of my favorite foods um one of my they've got two things that i really like to get it's um it's nigiri style uh toro which is like a fatty tuna it, mm-hmm. and then uh, nigiri style hamachi which is yellowtail the toro is like the bacon of the tuna. It comes off the belly of it, the the fatty belly of like this giant blue tuna. Mm-hmm. It is to die for. Mm. It melts in your mouth. Mm. It is just the most delicious fish I've ever tasted. Now, I don't like baked fish. You know, I like some fried fish, but it, in general, I do not like cooked fish. Mm-hmm. Um, sushi tastes nothing like cooked fish there's okay. there's no fishy taste to it like you would expect there to be mm-hmm. it's oh it's just so phenomenal well, i guess if you go to the right place mm-hmm. so yeah, it makes i guess i'll we'll have to try it someday but they've got yeah. some cooked rolls like the las vegas roll it's mm-hmm. it's got um i don't remember what's got in it but it's got like a tempura coating and then they fry it, it it's really good <laughs> fried sushi yeah that. But, I could handle that. Yeah. It's good. And, you know, if you want to go, I'll take you and we'll get, like, a California roll. It doesn't have any raw fish in it. And if you mm-hmm. like that, then we could branch out. But last time uh, we went there on Saturday, we got mm-hmm. this dragon roll. I saw the picture of that. <laughs> yeah. It's got, um, it had, I forget what it has in it. But on top of the roll is this giant strip of eel. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, it's like cut up into eight segments, and then the tail of the dragon is easily like four inches of uncut eel steak. And then the octopus suckers, you know, two big octopus suckers on the head for the eyeballs, which was awesome. See, I enjoy octopus. Well, I didn't know that. You would really like sushi then. Well, cooked octopus. Yeah. So raw, I've never tried it raw. Yeah, the raw octopus, it's actually, it's brined. It's not raw, raw. It's been like you know, in salt water or whatever. Marinated? Yeah, kind of. But Mm -hmm. it tastes like ham. It tastes like slightly salty ham. Okay. When we were in uh, Mexico, um, we had grilled octopus Mm. for an appetizer. Mm -hmm. And I think we kind of thought when we ordered it that it was going to come out more like calamari or something. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, but it came out like octopus. (laughs) Like (laughs) Like whole? 
<laughs> yeah, except just the tentacles, not like the head or anything. Oh, yeah. Like, hi, <laughs> I'm an octopus. <laughs> Eat me. When we, um, <laughs> so we actually, one time when we went to the same place, um, we were there with Leah's friends that knew more about sushi than we did at the time. And they mm-hmm. uh, ordered like a side of octopus. And they bring out, and there's just these little purple octopus, you know. Mm-hmm. So they bring it out, and it's it's sliced up. It's the tentacles are all separate, and it, you know if it were, it would be smaller than my hand if it were whole. But mm-hmm. you know, it it had the tentacles were cut off of the main body, um, but other than that, they were pretty whole. And then the body mm-hmm. was just sliced into thin strips. It kind of reminded me like a slice a sliced radish. Um, texture-wise, maybe a little bit softer. But it's kind of disconcerting looking at the tentacles and, you know, trying not to feel the texture in your mouth. But once you talk yourself through it, then it's nothing. And it's actually pretty good. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to give it a try. I mean, there was one woman that um, I used to work with that um, told me a horrible sushi story, <laughs> so I've avoided it, but when <laughs> she went to New York on a business trip, and there was a whole bunch of them that went for um, a, a job fair, mm-hmm. and so they decided, well, New York City, um, and I think there was someone from the office there locally who was like, you know, you ha- if you haven't tried sushi, you have to try sushi here, mm-hmm. because, you know, there's some of the best sushi restaurants here. So um, they go... Um, and you know, this person, and it's just like what you're describing, you know, go with somebody who knows what they're doing and she's ordering everything for them and telling them, you know, if you don't like this, you know, here, try this instead and all that. And one of the things that she said to her was, you need to take the entire piece and put it in your mouth all at one time. Mm. Because that's how you, you know, the, the chef made it this way on purpose so you can get all the flavor together. Right. Etc. Etc. So <laughs> she puts the whole thing in her mouth at once and is like, "This is the most disgusting thing I've ever put in my mouth. <laughs> there is no way I can bring myself to have it in my mouth one more second, let alone chew on it and swallow it <laughs> and just spit the entire thing out on oh the gosh. table in like a dramatic flourish. Yeah. You know, and just kind of oh, <laughs> The only people I have ever seen not like sushi are the mm-hmm. people that have a problem with the texture of it. I think that was it. Yeah. I think that was what bothered her. The only sushi I've had that I didn't like was um, sea urchin. Cause it, Ooh. Yeah, it's... Um, and I don't know. I think it might just be when you order sea urchin, you just get the row, like the egg part of it. But... Mm-hmm. Um, it comes out and it's kind of a brownish it's kind of a tan color mm-hmm. and it's a little jelly like you know mm-hmm. but um the taste the taste was pretty bad it tasted like um canned peas mixed with dirt it's but it's the only way i can describe it <laughs> everything else is so succulent and delicious and mm-hmm. full of flavor because they use a lot of like cucumber and avocado and and mango and stuff like that. It's just really good stuff. And then there's this, and I just did not like it, but I was glad mm-hmm. I tried it. Okay, mm. I have to 
I'd have to check it out. I think Jim might like that too because he likes the cucumber and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, I don't even like cucumber, but I like it in sushi because the flavor complements, you know, the the other stuff. And so it I does. think, yeah, sushi. Is, <laughs> the flavor complements. It's like, hello, rice. Why <laughs> you're looking lovely this evening? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, I, the the sushi chefs, I think, are really. I'm talented because it's stuff that you really wouldn't think of putting together, mm-hmm. you know. But it's like magic. Is it like an Iron Chef? <laughs> oh God, no! <laughs> we we took these soybeans, we fermented them for um, eight months, <laughs> we took them and buried them in a coffee can <laughs> under someone's porch. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about them for two years. Dug them up again, <laughs> and now I want you to use it as the main ingredient in a dish. <laughs> Have you ever had um, edamame? Um, isn't that just the actual soybean? Yeah, it's just the boiled soybeans in their pods, and then salted Mm-mm. a little bit. Oh, it's delicious! It's a great snack. Mm. I have to try that. Yeah. I've seen them wasabied. Ooh, yeah, that would be like good. dried and wasabied at Trader Joe's. I've got um, wasabi peas, which are pretty good, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We must be hungry. <laughs> We've been talking about Trader Joe's and sushi <laughs> for, like, the past half an hour. <laughs> I'm not. I'm I'm stuffed. It's the poop and food cast. <laughs> <laughs> they both end up in the same place eventually. What? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Digestive Tract Theater. I'm Shane. <laughs> this is my co-host, is Bridget. Bridget. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what I miss? Oh. Hmm. The uh, urinals that go all the way down to the floor. I've never experienced that. We had those in grade <laughs> school. They were like four feet tall. You know, oh. when you were a kid, they like came up to your chest Mm-hmm. And they went all the way to the floor. They, the actual drain was, like, set into the floor. So there was, there was like, a two-inch drop from the floor down to the drain. And you actually, you straddled the drain. Oh, okay. Yeah. Those were, those were classy urinals. <laughs> what are they like now? Now they just hang on the wall. Oh, okay. They're, like, I don't know, two feet tall. It, it looks really? like a half a toilet sticking out of the wall. You've never, you've never been in a men's room. Um, no, I've never been in a men's room. Well, next time you're <laughs> at work early or late, just stick your head in there. You'll see what I'm talking about. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I haven't heard very good thing about the men's room. Yeah. And uh, I, I wouldn't do that at my work because, um, you know. There'll be some harassment issues around that. I go into the women's bathroom every once in a while just to stir things up. Just to keep them on their toes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ladies. <laughs> How's the couch? <laughs> Any hysterical pregnancies going on right now? <laughs> <laughs> Anybody got the vapors? Okay, I was just checking. <laughs> Panty inspector. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not falling for that one again. Hey. <laughs> I called that number you gave me to check on you and it was disconnected. 
<laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, they told me about that. Here's a new one. <laughs> well, okay then. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, my God. Did you see that news article? This was a couple weeks ago. Um, this guy was pretending to be from an underwear company. And he would, mm-hmm. like, approach parents with their kids out in public places and say that he was doing underwear research and that he needed to see how well their underwear fit. Oh, no. And the parents actually <gasps> fell for it. He got, like, three families. Oh, no. Yeah. Who <sighs> is that stupid? <laughs> and he he paid him like 20 bucks for participating in the research saying it was to help improve underwear you know styling or fit or whatever but he just a rant he, <laughs> he was in a park I, I think it was in like a mall or a, like oh. a um, like a department store and he was offering 20 bucks yeah hmm <laughs> how, how wow I mean, dude found three people that were dumb enough to fall for that I don't know though have you met a lot of people yes <laughs> because I can imagine that happening oh, I know it <laughs> yeah yeah especially at the mall that's where all the stupids come out to play I bet you could clean up at like the state fair or something Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. You know, can I tell you my state fair story? Please do. Okay. So this is, I'm in high school, I think. Mm -hmm. And I always kind of had um, an interest in drama and yet no talent in it. Like the theater or just causing trouble with other people? I love causing trouble, but <laughs> I'm talking about the theater. The theater. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was always in like drama club and, you know, maybe a musical or two and stuff like that, right? right. <laughs> what? Shut up. What? <laughs> Shut up. So, <laughs> so I'm at the Nebraska State Fair. Mm-hmm. And I can't even remember the name of this group that I was in, but I'm in this group. And um, we have a skit to put on at the Nebraska State Fair about child abuse. And it's for some sort of group that's like, you know, stamp out child abuse or, you know, say no to child abuse <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> and, and so, you know, we've, we, you know, and, and I don't even remember how I got involved in this it's like well you know okay whatever so <laughs> so you know we're we're doing this thing and and somebody comes up to us and we've got the buttons on that <laughs> literally have like the ghostbusters you know yeah the circle with the no. sign yeah <laughs> and some sort of child abuse thing on there <laughs> there's a couple that says well who the hell isn't going to be against child abuse <laughs> at least in public I know and we all collectively had like a oh (laughs) you have a point there (laughs) I'll be in the bus (laughs) you know what I should just give up right now (laughs) you you mean our poorly written skit is for nothing (laughs) (laughs) all for naught 
<laughs> I was going to sail for that. <laughs> I thought it was going to be too weird. <laughs> you went there, and that's awesome. Awesome. That's why we kick so much ass. Exactly. I just got a message from Tony. Yeah. Where he's he at? stalking. He's stalking his own house. <laughs> How does that because work? Because the... Uh, well, the um, there's people there looking at it. Oh, yeah. So he's waiting for them to leave. They're like, geez, there's always someone parked <laughs> <laughs> outside. Who's that guy with the black makeup on his face looking at us through binoculars? I don't want to buy this house now. <laughs> he's got a stocking think- cap on. It's fucking 80 degrees outside. <laughs> <laughs> I love to think that he prepared ahead enough to have brought binoculars with him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing that right now. That's like the best thing. Uh, so I'm just writing back to him that it's okay. <laughs> That's cool. So, so I've got uh, actually two really good pairs of binoculars at my desk at work because I have a window now. Yeah, oh. <laughs> What do you need the binoculars for? For looking at stuff out my window. Just stuff. Because we get all sorts of uh, airplanes and helicopters in. So I I like to scope things out. See, if I have binoculars for my work, I would see cars. You would probably see HR walking up to you. Well, you are HR, (laughs) so never mind. (laughs) (laughs) I'd walk up to myself. Excuse me. (laughs) I'm going to have to ask you to put those away. This isn't specifically mentioned in the policy. I think I'm in good shape here. (laughs) You may have won this round, me. (laughs) But I'm going to amend the employee handbook. I'm such a hard ass. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Did I ever tell you I had somebody um, once call me the coolest HR lady ever. I think so, and I totally believe yeah. that. Yeah, and and I responded that that's like being called the tallest dwarf ever. <laughs> Beep! You can just cut that right out. <laughs> <laughs> we were doing good. I thought that we were going to get through without having to edit anything. I'm sorry. That's right. You know what you should do is you should just like beep that whole bit that I say after it. <laughs> it could be a two minute long beep. <laughs> you'd be like, yeah, add beep to it. So it could be like, and I said it's like being the beep ever. <laughs> <laughs> I could go through and just randomly beep out words. Have you ever seen that? I think Jimmy Kimmel does that. Uh-huh. The unnecessary censoring. Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. I wish I would have thought of that. I know. I love that. That uh, The time that Tony was on before and you said his uh, webpage address mm-hmm. and he bleeped it out, it was so long that it seemed like you actually added more to it. <laughs> I know. It was so good. I listened to that after we were done. I'm like, oh, man, that sounds retarded. <laughs> www.beep.com. <laughs> Listeners are like, you know, going to get a drink, going to get some, you know, some snacks, come back, put the, you know, earbud back in. Nope. Okay. <laughs> That's how we stall for time. I just insert extra long beeps. <laughs> exactly. 
Hmm. I'm trying to think of any more fun stuff to talk about. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't prepare anything. I usually no. don't prepare anything. So we do Either, so good just without having to do that. But things randomly happen, and <laughs> then I talk about it. I'm going to go out to Twitter and look at what we twittered today. Oh, we can have a Twitter check. Yeah. I did have. Have you ever? Um, I'm sure you have. Um, you get people that follow you and you don't know where they come from. Uh-huh. Uh, I had a dude from Bellevue start following me, and I'm trying to figure out um, how he found me. Because I've got some local people on my Twitter. I figured that he just, you know, followed me through one of them. But um, I get kind of, like when I see a friend of mine follow another friend of mine, Mm-hmm. that normally wouldn't know each other, you know? I get kind of protective about that sort of thing. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's just like, hey, this this is my friend. You can follow him, but just remember that this is my friend. Are you sending me a warning right now? No. <laughs> no. I started I, following one of your friends. <laughs> I know, I know. That's, uh, that's Ian. That's uh, the guy I work with, one of my best friends. Oh, okay. And, he uh, cracks me up. Yeah, he's pretty cool. He uh, he came up to me the other day. He's like, so Bridget's following me, huh? I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. She doesn't know me. <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> no, Tony just sent me a message. Let's see if we can bring him in. Okay. Uh, yeah, the thing that he Twittered the other day about the interior of the bathroom. Oh, my God. We were talking about that today. Oh, my God. That almost made me do a spit take. And then the second picture almost made me cry. I was so scared. I was, he comes up to me today. He's like, what did you think of that? I said, that was out of control. How do you pee in there with all that stuff looking at you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And especially the, okay, there's like a close-up of this like figurine. And okay, it's got wings. Mm-hmm. And it's holding something in its hand that it's kind of like, it kind of almost looks like it's maybe like, a staff or a scepter or something like that. <laughs> right. But it also looks like it's wearing like a a, a stocking cap. <laughs> I could not figure out what the hell that was. So apparently that was the the parents' house of the dude that he was staying with. Oh my goodness. This isn't even like a weird kitschy restaurant or something? No. <gasps> I know, oh. right? That's, it makes it all the worse. Oh no. Oh my god. Okay, so, hey, Tony, are you there? Make like a douche and get the fuck out of here. Stay tuned for the second half of episode 11, entitled episode 12. <laughs>